Benfica Podcast is one of the founding members of Benfica Independent. Benfica Independent is an independent platform made by fans for fans. And in it, you can find opinion articles, podcasts, including ours truly, and also Mudalidades, if you will. We're also on Patreon, patreon.com backslash Benfica Independent, where you can get merch, you can sign to get exclusive content, and share your Benficaism. Ser benfiquista é uma crença. É uma religião muito grande. Um culto. Que creio que é mental. Que eu trato as pessoas. Calma de quem é grande, maior que os maiores. É um pouco mais simples para a explicação. Eu não consigo explicar o que é ser do Benfica. Eu sinto o que é ser do Benfica. Mas de facto uma paixão. E as paixões são assim, vivem-se assim intensamente. Aqui não há nenhuma razão. É paixão, paixão, paixão. Ser Benfica. Até à morte. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Talking to the Dog Figa podcast. My name is Alfredo Fumasas, with you as always every Tuesday night, bringing you the latest and greatest. Well, I don't know about greatest, but the latest Bifica land. With me as always, Cristiano Oliveira. Cristiano, como é que é, amigo? Yo, that was a good rhyme. The latest and greatest. You're, you're getting better, Alfredo. Congratulations. What's going been, on, everybody? It's only been two weeks. Welcome. Only two weeks. That you've been doing this for. Yeah. Bro, you sound you sound like a pro. Um, nonetheless. Hola. Happy New Year. First time in 2022, right? It is 2022. That we're here live. Uh parlez-vous with you guys. And I couldn't be more excited. Parlez-vous. I didn't know you knew you spoke French. Oh, yeah, it's your part tutu. Tutti. Tutti. <laughs> We do everything. Mr. Worldwide here, Cristiano. Worldwide, the greatest. Such like it. With us, as always, also, he may not know a lot of languages, but he does know ciao. Ciao, Dave bella. de Oliveira. What's happening, Dave? How's it going? Good to be back on here tonight, 2022. Are we going to see a positive or a negative uh, Cristiano uh, this year? Oh, how did that finish? How did 2021 finish? Was it positive or negative? I think, I think it was a little mix, mix, right? Yeah, I think uh, I think you canceled uh, yourself out with both the positive and the negative that you brought. Uh, so double negative equals a positive, something like that, right? <laughs> That's algebra, playing. right? I don't know. I I stopped paying attention once once x plus y equals z. That that to me the alphabet just didn't make sense, so I I quit. Anyway, um, here we are. Episode four hundred and thirty-one is what we're up to tonight on tonight's podcast. We'll we'll look back at the. Uh, can we call it a rubber match against Porto? Can you use that baseball terminology to call uh, to call this game a rubber match, Cristiano? Since you're the baseball expert, what's it, bro? You're this is you're the lead guy. Do you call it whatever you want to mean? Then I'm, just I'm, go along I'm, with. I'm, I'm referencing Look, American sports, which you're the expert on. Let's well, say hello to all the Freddies. Thank you very much for joining us here on, in another wonderful, right. ecstatic year, 2022, the year where Benfica's undefeated. The year where Benfica vai dominar isto, vai jogar o quadruplo este ano. Quadruplo, o ano passado foi o triplo. Agora é o quadruplo. So, welcome. Vai arrasar e quem ficou arrasado fomos a gente. Pá, vai arrasar ou vai arrasar? Which one arrasar, arrasar. Ah, porque arrasar faz mais sentido. <laughs> Mas quem ficou arrasado foi a gente. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, who we are. Second game against Porto, back-to-back -back games. And here in America, baseball, back-to-back -back games, we call, call them rubber matches. 
Um, we'll also look ahead to Passos Ferreira, which is Benfica's return to Stade de Luz, uh, first game of the new year at Stade de Luz under Verissimo against Passos de Ferreira. Um, let's get right into it. Porto game, uh, matchup at the Dragão, uh, match for the B win this time. This time around, I'll give you the lineup and then we'll get into it. Uh, Vlaco Dimos was in goal. We had the four-back setup, uh, Gilberto, Murato, Vertonghen, and, and André Almeida at left-back. Uh, Weigel and João Mario in the mid. Rafa and Everton on the wings. Yaram with Gonçalo Ramos up front. Cristiano, anything, uh, anything about this lineup surprise you? Almeida at left-back, maybe? Or Ramos at, at center-forward? I would think right from the start, I think those were the, the first two eye-catching. Um, options by by Verissimo. I think Andrea made. I, I want to say I catch, but at the same time, I, I don't think any of us was surprised because I think we talked about on the previous podcast of regarding how Benfica would attack this game. And and you know, and, I, and I actually predicted. I think I, I did say I said Gilberto on the right. And I think Almeida play on the left. I don't know. Uh, so that one was was less surprised. I think the one I was more surprised with was uh, Gonzalo Ramos being inserted into the starting lineup. In a you know in a place that is tough to play in, you know the atmosphere is going to be tough. You know the you know the the pressure. Uh, all eyes are going to be on this game, and so I, I I thought it was a little bit naive on Verissimo's part to throw the kid into the wolves just like that. Uh, but look, he's the coach now, and he knows these guys better than than I do. Um, and he opted to go with that. He didn't exactly have a game to, to write home about, but you know we'll get into players' performances a little bit later on. Yeah, no, I, I wanted to say something real quick. Christian, did you know? Hola! Oh, peraí, peraí, peraí. Vai, vai, bora! Did you know that... Baixa lá isso, I'm with 12. I gotta lower it. Peraí, peraí. Hey, did you know that it was the ninth time in this millennium that Benfica has changed coaches halfway through the season? Millennium. That means in the last millions? How does that work? Millennium. No, in the two thousand. Oh, oh psst, I'm not joking. I was trying to make it funny. <laughs> it wasn't too funny. Wow, nine. The ninth time that Benfica has made a change in the middle of the season. Yeah. So and, and so it happened now. Well, the same guy, though. It is what it is, right? The guy's just, you know, jack of all well, trades. Well, but here's here's uh, the other half of that uh, that trivia. Um, okay. Do you know how many times the coach that took over the team finished above what the team was doing at that time well in this case there's only if you two had places to guess. this place in this case there's only two places to go so what about if you stayed even keel steve stayed where you're at does that better. count no so better. it has to be better out of the nine times verissimo eh. uh Laj, ding 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 so i'm gonna say once there was nine coaches, bro. Okay, You're gonna so, say only once? That was my guess. Oh, yeah. three, three times. Guess? Three times. Guess. It's my guess. Give three times. Oh, three times. Actually, yeah. The last time when Laj was fired, we still finished second on that last game of the season. So is that one of the times, uh, Alfredo? I don't know. I just know oh. it was three times. Well, we don't know. <laughs> I we picked know. up this little bit of trivia watching a game on BT Sports. Wow, right you there. actually learned something there because I know watching BTV, you don't learn much besides that Benfica's doing a dominating job and getting corner kicks. Well, Sport TV was much better. The game was on Sport TV. 
Yeah, but I wasn't even counting them in. I was just, and, and I know that considering the game was on the road, it was not going to be on BTV. I get it. But yeah, uh, good things, good things. They teach you stuff. But yeah, so three times. So so I guess, Dave, as you mentioned, Verissimo. So when Lodge got fired, we were third, and then we finished second overall? I believe that's how it went. Well, no. Believe or you know, I, Bob? I don't, I don't think so. No? Sporting was I, that far off? Dave, the, yeah, I don't know. Dave, check that. Um. So anyway. Uh, return to the four center no, backs. If we finish the same, no, no, but back in the well, day, we in second place. If we finish the no, same, no, okay, we had Zirak because they went to the Champions League uh, playoff. But remember, at the time, it was the second place went to the playoff, yeah. so so it doesn't. So, you know, I guess it was second place. I just don't know. I don't remember what position Benfica were in. No, when Lodge, no, that was work. No, that was the other time around. Yeah. I don't remember. That's a good one. Alfredo, that's I put you as a capitão. Yeah. Um look, I, I thought that uh that Pifica had a better approach to this game, definitely started better. Uh at least we weren't uh we weren't down in two nothing by ten minutes in. So certainly better better approach by the team. But look, the first half was really I thought the first the, the first thirty minutes was a, a very, very balanced uh, both teams with the with the chance uh, that I could remember. Um, the one Jaram Chuk, uh, one on one with the goalie, couldn't put that away. Uh, and then for Porto, that one save by Andre Almeida with uh, with the toe, uh, on a Taremi shot. Uh, but then in the 30th, 30th, uh, 34th minute, um, Benfica slipped up and and uh, Porto got on the scoreboard. And, and three minutes later, they would get on the scoreboard once again, two goals. In the last 15 minutes of the half, certainly not something that you want to as you're going into the the locker room. And look, uh, Cristiano, I don't know. Uh, this Benfica defense is like Swiss cheese; it's full of holes. There's there's not there's nothing going on there. It's way too easy. Way way too easy. I mean, what a shocking surprise! An absolute surprise that both of those goals came from the left side where Andre Almeida was playing. I mean, I don't think any one of us saw that coming. So, uh, you know, credit to Football Club Porto who exploited our weaknesses, you know, or or our strengths. Maybe some might think it's a strength. But, uh, yeah, nonetheless, look, they got in there with ease. Um, they did what they had to do. I thought Blanco Demos. I'm interested to see what you guys got to say regarding that first goal. Um, I thought he could have done better. Um, you guys know I'm, you know, I'm usually critical of things like these. But, uh, yeah, man, I mean, there's some positives. Definitely uh, a lot yeah, of negative. Well, <laughs> different different approach. I think different attitude, different posture, at least in this first half until the 34th minute. But yeah, Flaco Dimush, first post, you try to make yourself as, as big as possible. Unfortunately, if you don't have uh, balls like Lages, sometimes you will tend to <laughs> you'll tend to give up goals in a five hole. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I just thought that was too easy. Uh, people were making a, a big deal out of the the fact that the ball boy handed the, the ball to to the Porto player real quick, but I don't, I don't think that. This is a contest. Offer that happens. No, that that happens didn't have anything to do with the goal. I thought that uh, Benfica was was already set up. Air quotes on that, if you want to call set up to defend the play. Um, it's just a for and the second goal, man. It's just I don't know. It's just. It just seems too easy. It just seems too easy for me. Um, one thing that I'm that I'm looking forward to maybe with this uh, four four back setup uh, that we shore up the defense because Cristiano, as you know, championships teams are built on 
the core, the backbone, up the middle. The defense. Uh, I, I think all championship teams are built up the middle um, in any sport. You go up the middle, go up the spine, and, and if you're strong in those positions, those key positions, I, I think you get yourself a good team. And and obviously being, you know, two center backs being the middle, the spine, uh, obviously it goes with what you're saying. So, Christiana, let me ask you a question. I know that we're getting sidetracked <laughs> here. Um, Alfredo, Alfredo, I just wanted to say the pain and embarrassment of this game still <laughs> live within me, right? Oh, you got over the other pain and embarrassment from the first game? But the memory of the game had started to escape me. I just knew that it was a Bregonia, and it was kind of like, you know it's a Bregonia, you know it's a car wreck, and you don't want to look, but you know that there's body bags out there. You just, you know, the, 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 the white sheets have come out, but you don't want to look, right? But you just, you know that that's not good. And it's kind of like where I'm at now. <laughs> I, 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 we've witnessed the car wreck on Friday. Right, Thursday. we've gotten past it. I'm like, I'm, I'm near the next exit already, and I know if I look back, I'm gonna see the sheets, but I don't want to look back. I just, but I know that it was bad, so I've, I've like my memory started to fade. And you're talking about individual plays, these are games that I don't want to remember. And now we're rehashing, <laughs> I feel like we're in therapy, man. You're making me relive. Well, the, the, oh, yeah, totally well here, here's my here's my, my thought process behind that, right? So the game was on Thursday, so. From Thursday, you had the whole weekend to kind of digest, to kind of really get over it. Uh, and then here we are back on Tuesday. So a lot more time has gone by uh, than if the game had been on the weekend. So I think that's it, it allowed it allowed me to kind of digest it, to accept it, to make some notes of it, some to put throw some logic in it. And I think that uh, no logic. I'm good. Hey, there ain't Dave, no logic. You wanted to leave that depression in 2021, or here we are in 2022 talking about it. Yeah, but, but listen, I, I understand. Look, it's been a podcast, and we're here to talk about it. But honestly, some some aspects of the game have escaped my mind right now. They do escape my mind, I should say. But, um, you know, I, I we could get into details. I don't want to, because I always, I always get, for those of you that listen, you know, I always get carried away and I jump ahead. And I know you were about to ask a question. So I'll, I'll pass you back the mic. But before I do that, I just wanted to shout out. Uh, Jose Araujo, who's just uh, uh, along with all the other Freddy Chico and and and, and right. Timo and everybody, else. but Jose Araujo comes yeah, in. He says, a... "Just have to say good evening and Vivo Benfica." There's the Virginia USA. I watch it tomorrow, guys. Thank you for the podcast. Always waiting for a little Benfica talk. And see things like these comments, like these, make it all worth it. And so yeah. uh, I'll be here to rehash again and and open the wounds. You know what I mean? And and open my soul again and relive those horrible 90 minutes 90 plus something minutes uh but nonetheless thank you guys yeah. for listening man we, we do it because because of comments like this go ahead we appreciate it no I, you know what i wanted to brush up on and and i really uh forgot uh was um the the pinto costa hug to uh Rui costa mm -hmm. <sighs> so, so you, I, you I, asking I, my opinion or you want to give yours well i thought i thought it was uh Call, I, I thought it was it was hard for a Benfiquista, for me. It that was hard to watch. And 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 look, you could go you could take the high road, right? If you're if you're a, a, a Switzerland fan, you could take the high road and say, Oh, you know, you need to bury the hatchet at some point. We we need good relationships with other clubs. No, F that, right? Uh this is a club that spent the most part of 2020. Uh, divulging 
illegal or 2019, whatever Since it was. 1982, uh, bro. You, you no, 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 I'm, talking about, I'm talking about the emails. They spent it was like weeks, 2018, 2019, Alfredo. Yeah, we, weeks on weeks on end. Um, divulging those emails that a lot of it was taken out of context. Uh, and you go and and hug a hug a guy that did that to your club that basically started this downward spiral of swimming in the in a mud um in the media i don't know i don't know how i feel about that i i know that it's a, a little bit of an awkward situation a guy comes up up to you wants to give you a hug i mean what do you do you turn your back i, I don't know christian what do, what do you what do you think man before i go I'll, dave jump in jump in but then, then i'll give dave my cue that Vertongan Verton, uh <laughs> that Vertongan picture because that's that's how i felt let me find it here <laughs> go ahead christian dave do you want to get in of no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's how when i saw that I went, oh <laughs> that's how i felt man that's how i felt all right i'll go listen as 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 a diehard bifikisha that we all are right all the friends and everyone listening <laughs> what happened now timu says never a hug unless you're hugging his neck tightly <laughs> <laughs> now here's the thing man look as a big it's it, it it's hard to swallow right it definitely was watching that and and all the the, the the rivalry all the controversy going back and forth over the years it's it's a tough pill to swallow that being said man look when you have guys such as Ricosta in these powerful positions of being a team president, right? A club president, a guy who, you know, was obviously a, a Portuguese legend, a guy who just hasn't retired not too long ago, right? It hasn't been too, too, too many years since he's retired. He's had great relationships up and down Portuguese football with all these other clubs. And this is what you're going to get. I think I mentioned it. If you guys re recall last week when we, we talked about that that other hug, right? That a lot of people thought was awkward when when he came out to the press conference with uh, George <laughs> Jesus, right? This is just regards the awkward the, king. The this is the hugger. Yeah, the hugger, the awkward hugger. Um, if you recall, I said it then. I got and I got to say it now, man. These guys, they all, they're all from the same circle. They all live and hang out together, and they're in the same circles. These guys have to see each other. A lot of times, they have the same agent representing them. They have the same interests, and so. This is what you're going to get. You want this new age president, this new age, you know, director in, in your club, a guy that has to rub elbows with everybody throughout his career and even post career. Because, again, um, Ricardo is one of those guys, he's a Portuguese icon. And so I, I don't think he 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 lets that bother him as much as obviously as Benfiquistas are. And so I think the same applies here that apply for, for JJ, man. You have to kind of be classy. You kind of have to look. He's looking at him. It's kind of like looking for the knife to stab him in the back. Look at that look. But uh, you know, I think it's 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 definitely tough. It's definitely tough for us to watch, but it doesn't surprise me at all. Because, as I said, Ricosta is in the same circles with everybody, and, and this is what these guys do. It's like you know, you and I are friends, and whether we should be friends or not, that's another, that's a whole other conversation. But we are, and we hang out together. And all of a sudden, you're you know doing the, the Benfica Bit podcast, and I'm doing the Benfica podcast. You know, what, what are we not going to talk? Yeah, we're still going to talk. You know, I mean, we might not be hanging out, um, going out to dinner, 
but we're still going to talk. We're going to say hello to one another and, and they're keeping it professional, man. Dave, what'd you think? Were you uh, able to hold your cookies or did you toss them also? No, that's that's probably persona non grata. If there, there is everyone, I can I can see where Chris is coming from in this new age where everyone, what is that saying? Keep your friends closer, your enemies closer. But uh, that one's still a, a tough pill, especially early in his presidency, where he might not have a hundred percent of the uh, support of the uh, the fans. That's a uh, that's a tough uh, pill to swallow there. Bro, here's the thing. We see, I seen the comments and everybody's talking about, you know, you can't you can't hug the director of the biggest rival. You you have to understand these guys don't live this like you and I do. Yeah, but he, if he uh, recourse to supposedly isn't that, is a yeah, isn't that why he was elected? A diehard Bifikista. Look, look, uh, let me uh, actually uh, speak louder than words, man. Look, I just think these guys they're different, man. What's up? Cristiano, do you think that uh, Ricosta lost some points? In the, from the fan base, when the fan base saw him do that, I mean, look, I don't. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, I don't want to do this. I'm, I'm talking about perspective, right? I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this, but I'm gonna do it. I don't want to do it, but I'm gonna do it. All right, look, it, <laughs> hey, I love Ricosta. Okay, you see, not for you, you've been in my studio. I got plenty of jerseys, Ricosta, Milan, Fiorentina, whatever. Ricosta is my idol, absolute idol, but that was as a footballer. If it took you, Alfredo Fumasa, David D. Oliver, the freaking Freddies on chat. If it took you, uh, if it took this Friday, this past Friday, the last Thursday. Friday of 2020, whatever the hell it was. It might, have been, might as well have been Friday. It was Friday in Australia. If it took, <laughs> if it took you until the last Thursday of 2021 to realize that there are some things about Ricosta that just don't add up, as Dave just mentioned a minute ago. Wasn't that what he ran on? He's supposed to feel like us. Bro, if it's really taking you this long to wake up and smell uh, the coffee, okay, you are obviously uh, disillusioned. You're a disillusioned human being. You're you're not. You're not Because there's plenty of things that you could point the finger at over the last 13 years. That haven't sounded right and haven't added up. It took you this long? No, but I'm saying, uh, what What about the guys that were enamored with well, the cost of the player again, and thought that he would be a great president? Nobody said it. I said before, those. I mean, it shouldn't have taken... Look, I, 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 at the end of the day, you need to vote for who you realistically think is the right choice, the right man to head your project, not the best player to head your project. This was people needed to judge Rui Costa as a director, not as a player. Be remembered what he did as a director, not as a player. Be remembered for what he did the last three, 13 years alongside the other guy, not what he did as a player. And so, look, I'm not judging. I'm not criticizing. It is what it is. You guys made that decision. I'm just saying, if it took you this long to realize it and lose some points, then, man, look, you then you got to want to blame by yourself. All the signs were there. And I love Rui. Yeah. I, I I think he's a great. I think he's a great human being. I think he's a really nice guy. He's a gentleman, and because of him being a gentleman, 
this is what you're going to see in, in, in moments like this. Just like when we go to Avala, they'll probably be Varandas. This is what you're going to see from these types of directors. If you want the in-your-face guy, you got to go off the guy. You got to go from, you got to go vote, and you got to go, you know, obviously chase the guys that don't have a plain background, that don't, that never needed a reason to be cordial with everyone else. These guys did. Like Figo, Figo ever was to run for president of Sporting, he's gonna be in the same situation and come into the lose and it'll be hugging Rui Costa and whatever. He's gonna be like, right, so you're gonna criticize two guys that grew up together, played in the same locker room together, that 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 busted their ass for year after year after year. And now you're gonna criticize them. They can't hug because one's a Benfica and one's a Sportingista, uh, a president. No, it's 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 not gonna happen. So we're talking about a, a different generation, though, uh, Chris. We're not talking about Pinto Costa, who this, has been. But but, but you're not uh, here asking me about Pinto Costa hugging Rui Costa. You're asking about Rui Costa hugging Pinto Costa. That's well, what the conversation it was, was about. It was a mutual thing. But at the end of the day, it's about it's about Rui Costa. It's not about jo Pinto Costa. Joaquin Carapinha, uh -huh. um, he says it was a good tactical play from Pinto Costa. Yeah, Pinto Costa doesn't do anything with that an ulterior motive behind it so whether it was to undermine who cost it for who cost to lose some of the the fan base or or not or or to continue the divisive um the division of benfica i don't know but i know that he doesn't do anything without some kind of purpose listen bro sometimes we tend to give people too much credit i just took it as an innocent hug of a guy that is now the president of Sportage Boy Benfica comes into contact with the president of your rival, but that president of that rival and requests the voice that mutual respect for one another, right? And it's not going to end now that, the, at least, you know, in, in their perspective, it's not going to end now that Ricosta is a Benfica president. Look, they might not go out to dinner together, but that respect is always going to be there. So well, I, I, let, let me, let me ask you the question in, in, in a different, uh, in a different matter, right? So let's let's say you're uh, you're the president of of a of a corporation, um, and you're at you're at a dinner, uh, an industry dinner, uh, and uh, also in that dinner there is a company that that did you dirty, right? They stole clients from you, they stole customers from you, and it so happens that the CEO from that company is a guy that you know, a guy that you played. Not necessarily a guy that's close to you, but a guy that you played with. As a representative of your company and understanding the history between both companies, do you go and chum it up with this guy or do you represent your company in a professional matter and understand the history be between the two companies? It, 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 it's, not a, it's not a simple answer. It's not as simple as yes or no, because it depends. Depends where's my company gone? Have I been successful? Am I on my way back? Do I need? Because at the end of the day, class well, let, is let's class. say this class let's is say class. This, this other company hurt hurt your company for the past thirty years, or has done everything within their power to hurt your company for the past thirty years. Totally different because I've been in front of my company for 30, 40 years, right? I'm still there from day one, so obviously I've I've, I've felt that 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 you know. Rash every single day. Ricosta did it. Ricosta left. Ricosta was gone. This guy's probably praising him when he's coming to Portugal when his national team's playing there. Again, you have to understand it's totally different than putting it in a company, Alfredo. Ricosta didn't live, wasn't the Benfica president for the last 40 years. I think now in the future, if this bullcrap continues, 
and these attacks keep going, I think maybe relationships will get a little bit more strained between the two of them. But right now, I think it's cordial, and they're going to keep it cordial. <laughs> I don't I'm think you can make that comparison to the business world because in business world, they'd be fake all day they want. Yeah, but exactly. In the um, business world, have I been the CEO of my company for the last you, 40 years or am I, you, new, am I a new guy coming in, Alfredo? You're the... You're the maximum representative of your club, yes. right? You should be identified with all the values uh, of your club. You should have cried foul when a Pito Dorado was going on, regardless, he he regardless of whether you were president okay. or not. As okay. a Benfiquista, you have to feel that. But and he's not, you... but Alfredo, but at the time, he's not a Benfiquista. At the time, he's a professional player playing in Fiorentina. It doesn't matter, but as a Benfiquista... No, we're Benfiquistas. Get that, oh, please. I don't, I don't mean, oh, let's move on. Rikos is not a Benfiquista. I don't mean That's to... I don't, I, don't mean, I don't mean to, like... I don't want to stop you. Know, I don't, I'm not trying to, to call you crazy. Alfredo, we're Benfiquistas. These guys are professionals. Okay. So we Rikos. voted in a professional... A professional something. Rikos is a Benfiquista. No one, but, a, you think he's a professional Benfiquista? But Benfiquistas like you and I... Like you and I'm saying, you and I, us, us, the podcast world, right? The, there are very few of those guys. These guys are all working their prof today. Today, today, Ricosta is the president of Benfica, right? Just like, yo, know, if somebody came along the last 13 years at Milan and made him a great offer, financial offer that he couldn't refuse, he would have gone to Milan. Does that mean he wasn't a Benfiquista? He's still a Benfiquista. But, dude, they're different. These people are professionals. They have to be professionals at all times. I'm not saying that you are wrong. I'm not saying that the Freddies are wrong. None of the above. I agree with that trainer. But I'm trying to be rational. I'm trying to put things into perspective. They're not going to mingle with each other and hate on one another like you and I would if we saw these guys. That's the fact. We come home after look after a loss. We turn off the TV. The people in Portugal go home. Get la merda. And, and it's the weekend, and you're still sure these guys go home and up. Move on to the I, next thing. Worry well, about I, it tomorrow. I, I think that's what's wrong with uh, with Benfica. Uh, do you know that uh, Nuronio Lopes was asked um, if he would ever mend things up with things up north with the people up north, and you obviously know what his answer was. But 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 I don't know. See, I first of all, Nuronio Lopes wasn't Ricosta. This was okay. public, but he's a Benficaista. But Noronha Lopes wasn't Rui Costa. And I was going to say, Noronha Lopes never needed to the report, but I don't know. I would like to go back and see, that because Noronha Lopes, and I'm not trying to call him a hypocrite, but again, until I have the facts, right? While Noronha Lopes was, it was the face of McDonald's in Portugal, did he have any deals with Paco do Porto? That's how, and if he did, then Noronha Lopes is just a hypocrite like everybody else. If they didn't, then I could say, you know what? Maybe that dude, because yo, but at the time, it's hard for me to sit here and admit <laughs> that Naronia Lopes, the face of McDonald's at the time, being a Benfica, wouldn't have done a deal, a sponsorship deal, a marketing deal with Porto if it made sense. Come so on, go dude. go answer that uh, that question by Shipu Marcelino that's up on uh, on the screen now. You are the new Benfica president. I just said I agreed with you guys. I think like you guys. I wouldn't do it, but I'm trying to put things in perspective. I'm trying to tell you how they're thinking. I wouldn't do it if I'm Benfica president, bro. There, it's like this. It's like this. I got ten dollars in my bank account. I'm gonna be kind to all you mother, right? I win that Powerball eight hundred million. I got fu money. Don't bother me, nonsense, man. I'm, I'm telling you to kick rocks. Don't bother me. And when you, once 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 you're Benfica president, 
<laughs> you got that banger. Don't bother me. Kick rocks. That would have been my attitude. But what are you going to do? That's not him. Yeah, getting back to uh, to the game now. We were at halftime before we went on this tangent. That's that's completely my fault because, uh, you know, this should have been talked about before we started talking about the game. Uh, but, yeah, so Bifika goes into the locker room. Uh, Andrea may have a, a, sh- a really shitty game with a yellow card. Uh, all the attacks come in uh, through his side. Um, and lo and behold, to my surprise, Andrea Almeida comes back to the second half. Bro, I didn't with already a yellow that. card. I didn't um, understand that. But yeah, look, we we were um, we were quick uh, to to claw one back. Forty six minute Yaramchuk from a Rafa assist. Rafa, who I, I swear to, I was watching the first half uh, maybe a couple hours ago because I missed the first half. Uh, and I could have sworn that Rafa, so Rafa wasn't even Rafa wasn't even on the field. <laughs> <laughs> Rafa wasn't even on the field. Um, Look, yeah. uh, I, I just wanted to say I thought earlier I thought that, that 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 a guy that we talked about a lot here on the Bifiga podcast about playing on the right side of the of the defense, and, and that was Morata. I thought he's really good in the first half. Second half totally different, but I thought he was really good in the first half. I thought Bifiga had a plan. I think that going to a four four two changed things up. You could tell these guys were a lot more comfortable. Uh, but then, yeah, there's just some situations in the game that that that, that leave you scratching your head. Uh, Andrea Almeida might have been, you know, lucky by not getting seen a, a second yellow in the first half. So, yeah, I mean, to bring him back when you understand you're playing at the at the Dragon, you know, they're gonna do everything possible to get this guy a second yellow because they're gonna be crying the whole time that he should have gotten the second already in the first half, and then you bring him out, and then it's just like, what the what, what is he? I mean, it is what it is, brother. But he brought him out. And then the dude commits a foul that, like, it's kind of like a double head scratch, like dumb and dumber. This guy's dumb from bringing him out, and then this guy commits a foul that's like, bro, you giving the referee no other option but to give you a yellow. Like, it just, if I, I don't yeah, know. that was a, that was a head scratcher. But look, Benfica came out, and they, we meant business, man. And I thought that uh, we probably had uh, our our best moment, uh, really, in the start of the first half, and then uh, we had Andre Almeida ejected in the 49th minute. Uh, and but we were still attacking. Uh, I thought that the team was doing well with 10 men uh, playing against uh, Porto, and I thought that uh, we did well to respond, and I, I thought we were going to uh, get the equalizer. Uh, and then in the 66th minute, Verissim has a triple substitution. Bro, Beat- momentum deflated <laughs> right there. Yeah. As you said, as you said, Benfica, and I'm, I'm, I'm afraid because I want you to go on, but I just want to give thoughts like that when I come back. Benfica actually looked... 10 times better with 10 than they did with 11. And they finally get the momentum on their side, right? When when we go into the half, deflated 2-0, it's like, oh, man, here we go again. You know, with 10, well, not 10, but this, you go, then you go down to 10. It's just like, bro, but all of a sudden, Benfica picks up the play. Rafa showed up to play. Armchuk, you could tell they had a pep in their step. Benfica meant business. Yeah. They're pressing. They're, they're, you know, they're moving things along. They're, they're creating chances. And all of a sudden, that freaking, that triple substitution. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Pizzi came in, came in for Rafa, Tarab came in for João Mario, and Seferovic came in for, for Ramos. Uh, and like you said, Chris, that I was watching the game, and I said, at the best time of the game for us, uh, clearly our best moment being played over 180 minutes um, is when he makes a, a triple substitution, no less, something that's going to affect the team deeply. Uh and then in the 69th minute, 3-1, it was all she wrote. Dave. Hey, these, are, these are your substitutions real quick before you get to Dave. What's the yeah. three substitutions? Pizzi for Rafa. 
a Tarab Fajão Mário em Seferovic Ramos. I don't understand, first of all, Dave, before you go, why in the hell is the Portuguese league still on five substitutions? That's number one. Number two, I don't understand the 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 the, the, the infatuation by Portuguese, at least Benfica coach, because I don't really care about anyone else. Benfica coaches with their hockey changes. It's like they want to bring a whole new line with three at a time. Bora, força. Like that whole thing. It, it, it killed the momentum. Rafa had done a great job. Look, Rafa's only good when he's got space in front of him, when he's on the counter. Benfica's doing a great job of getting him the ball into open space. Yarmchuk is exactly what you need. If you're going to have a guy, you're coming back from two to one, and you're going to try to come with counters, and you're trying to get the ball into the box, you need a guy like Dar Yarmchuk who's good with his head, a guy that's, as we know, he's, gosh, he's only good in the box. And then you take them out? I just I don't understand. I don't know. But I guess I guess I do in another way, because I guess you have to get peasy into the game, right, Dave? Well, well, well Lazaro Lazaro came in for Yaram Chuk, but we had to make that substitution. We did? did we? Why? Because Andre Almeida had gone down. Oh, that yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Sing, 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 sing. But, well, but we're out, already right. down. We're already down at that point. You're gonna take off a, a striker to fill up See, a, but... a goal. I think that's uh, what was it, Bruno or or Hugo that was saying that that was the oh, it was Bruno. Bruno saying why put in a, a defender when you're down uh, two nothing? Why don't you uh, leave the strikers up? Yeah, yeah, that that. Well, he said why not bring another striker in? That's what he meant. No, you you understand the substitution, but I still think that maybe I don't know, man. Look, João Mario was a guy, in my opinion, that's really gave us nothing over the last couple of months or so there's there's other substitutions you could have done but your first reaction is to take out a striker the, the long guy up top and bring in a defender when one of your defenders gets a red card but in this game i just you know your armchair gets on the score on the score sheet um right i'm not making things up right uh, yeah, yeah your armchair gets mm -hmm. and it just it seemed like benfica had the momentum the tempo was on their side um and it just you know uh, again, uh, Benfica, another Benfica manager. Doesn't matter who it is, it seems, over the last freaking decade. Doesn't matter who the manager is. When we go to the bench, so that matter. Yeah. Go ahead, Dave. No, no, I was just going to make that point about Yeremchuk. I didn't, I wouldn't have personally taken him off uh, for Almeida um, in that situation, even if it's, it's, it was the sub was made kind of uh, right away as a, as a point to uh to Almeida but we're already down at that that point so if we're trying to if we're trying to go for at least a tie I don't see why taking off another striker to bring uh another defending player you can make the argument that uh Lazaro brings more going up front than uh an Almeida does in that that position but I thought it was all these substitutions here in the second half really uh didn't didn't uh hit well and we uh we paid for it ultimately with the the Porto third goal here. Look, once Almeida gets a red card, I, I I get the I get the substitution. He has to bring in a guy because he wants to solidify things in the back. It doesn't matter how, how well you're doing attacking if you can't stop the other team from 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 scoring and and extending the lead. So I I understand that, but again, there were other options as as someone mentions here on the uh, Joaquin Caparina says he could have taken out Ramos. Ramos to Good me opinion. was non-existent with the exception of a, a player to. Really didn't add much. You could have you could have made other substitutions, as I said before. Um, but I guess you know the itch was too much um, to to go ahead and, and bring in three guys at once and and try to change things up from from the get. And it just it didn't work out. It didn't work out. I thought PZ was a guy that <laughs> we all know and he received so much praise, criticism. Depends on what side of the aisle you're at. 
uh, over what happened with JJ after the previous game. How he was, he was, he was, you know, furious. Comes in the locker room screaming and hollering. I thought, I thought he should have started. I thought he should have been the best popcorn guy. Should have been the best beer salesman guy. The peanut guy. Hey, hey, he uh, should have been everywhere. And 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 the guy comes in, and I'm expecting this rage. I'm exper- expecting the foam right coming out of his mouth, and and yet he's apologizing to Zaidu for for grabbing him and sorry to the Porto bench. He's like, yo, bro, we're good, yo. Hey, hey, you after hey, the game? Abrazos after the game with Pinto Costa later, maybe. No. <laughs> so, go for it. Do you think that uh, maybe PT and uh, JJ didn't see eye to eye? Oh. Do I bring up that picture, Alfredo? As we said, you gotta be on. You gotta be on top of things, Dave. Sometimes, sometimes it's difficult, man. You're looking one way, I'm looking the other way. It's gonna be difficult for us to to see eye to eye. Look, forget JJ. It's not about JJ. It's about. I just, I just expected a totally I just, different attitude. I just attitude. think that they saw each other eye to eye. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? <laughs> It's the frequency. I'm nice to people. See, I'm not rude. I'm not rude. I don't do those types of jokes. No. Um, yeah, but uh, look, uh, <laughs> I don't know if there's a there's a, a a silver lining to take out of this. I don't know. If, I don't know. Uh, certainly, different posture by the team, uh, albeit not enough. Uh, then a couple couple of mistakes, technical mistakes from from the coach. I thought that, as I mentioned here. That took out the momentum that we were even with ten players. We had a little bit more. We had more momentum than than Porto, um, which is normally the other way around. Porto goes down yeah. to ten, and they all and they outplay us. And the Tasa and all like I don't even know over the last. I think I mentioned the last podcast over the last three or four games they play like three hundred minutes down a man, and they score like six goals. We score one or whatever the case was. And now we've seen the roles reversed, and it was look. It was a pleasant thing to see. Obviously, you never want to see Benfica being down, but that was the case at the halftime down 2-0. Benfica had a spirit. They had a fight in them, and, and and I just keep going back. I think, to me, that was the turning point of the game. Obviously, you could you could point the finger real heavily at the decision to keep, uh, to keep what's his name, Andre Almeida in the game after that, after, you know, uh, after having a yellow card in the first half. He should have been smarter, should have taken him out, but he didn't, so that's strike number one. But I think the turning point was the substitutions. That really turned the point yeah. because even then, even then being down a man, Benfica was still playing relatively well. And... Yep. A couple no, of... I, 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 um, I agree. I think that that was the, the turning point of the game uh, was that triple substitution in the 66th uh, minute by Verissim. So... Um, look, it could have worked out or it couldn't, or it didn't, or it wouldn't and it ended up not, not working out. Um, if anything, just buried the team, but, um, Dave, how do you, how do you, um, how do you feel about the, the this game? And is this, uh, uh, an easier pill to swallow than the, uh, the, the defeat against, uh, Porto for the, for the Portuguese cup? I really don't know. Uh, the first game was just a disappointment right from from the start there that you just throw your hands up and even right before the the second uh, for the second half even starts you just throw your hands up and kind of wave the white flag but this one uh, like we keep alluding to that there were some chances for us to to score too right I don't think we've touched upon that those the uh, Yoramchuk one-on-one with uh, Porto's keeper there and yeah. he shoots it 
Adam, we had the opportunities and, and you know what, that's kind of like a microcosm of this, this season. We haven't been converting on the, the chances that uh, are given to us and not even a, a minute or two, we were looking at the other end of the, the field and the balls in the back of our net too. Right. So there were some, some areas there that, that um, left us wanting more. And you could see that uh, we could have potentially been in this match and then there's other areas like uh, Almeida picking up the the red card, and you're already behind the eight ball. Where we were chatting amongst ourselves there at halftime that a sub needed to be made to bring off Almeida, right? But uh, hey, we don't get paid the big bucks to uh, to manage the team. Here. Yeah. Hey, Dave. Um, let's uh, let's let's wrap up with uh, with your stats, and then uh, if you could, after your stats, if you could queue up some some of the questions. People in a, in a better, better, in a better. I hate to say I'm right, but yo, when you're right, you're right. Did you have three one? You had three one, but the other way, no, no, that's my look. Chris. Uh, no, yeah, I hate to say it, but when it's with uh, getting it right against my team, Chris, hit me Chris, up. Chris, three one. Uh, when we had one one each, one one. That's what we had. Um, but yeah, Dave. Oh, um, and the, the refereeing. I don't know if we need to get into the, the refereeing. Um, that that handball on that on was a handball. Sports first goal. I've seen angles. And look, um, Sport TV only gave us one angle and about maybe two uh, two replays as compared to any uh, any play that Benfica was involved in and and when when the the the, the job is done in that matter by Sport TV then you know something fishy is going on but I, I have seen an angle from behind um so from Vlaco uh point of view um but the close uh, closer and it looks like there's a, a bit of a, a shoulder there involved that the ball hits the shoulder not the hand but hey I don't know Still up for discussion. Hey man, I I think I think look, baby steps, right? Baby steps. And I think the fact that they had a goal called back dude because of the VAR at the, the, the goal, I think that's that's a win. <laughs> so that's really like three two in our book, you know. We just came up one short. Yeah, ring the bell on that one. Is this the angle you were looking at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that does but that again, is it touching? We don't know, Dave. We don't know. I mean, yeah. you know, it's... we don't know if it's touching. I know that uh that that Timo had uh, had posted something on Twitter of the the video and look everybody's seen that video and it it does in fact look like yeah uh, it does look like he it helped looks. himself with the hand but look as Cristiano mentioned having a a goal callback on VAR at the Dragon is already is already a win in my <laughs> that's book. a win bro that's a win now uh, as 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 Nelson Carvalho stating here uh, on the chat yeah uh, somebody sent me this stuff on Twitter as well so I wasn't sure what the, I mean Alfred you're the referee but now apparently the new handball rule if it, your shoulder extends to to where your sleeve ends but that shit sounds dumb because if I wear long sleeve then it would like I'm on a mo you know what I mean? no <laughs> but that's but that's what I had a bunch of people replying to me on Twitter that the new handball rule that you know obviously the shoulder extends to where the cutoff of the no, sleeve I've, is I, I mean, haven't what, I haven't heard hell? such a thing I mean yo Ronaldo so mean, wears you, you, long you, sleeves you, all day you could you could trap the ball with your bicep and you're good to go I, I about to say another uh, no, I, mean, I, I haven't heard such a thing Dave, um, what stats on this on this game, please? 
Yeah. Uh, Almeida picks up his second yellow card in the 49th minute. He's the third Benfica player in the last five seasons to pick up a, a red card at the Drago. Uh, Zikovic in 2017-18 uh, and Gabriel in 2018-19 were the uh, other two players. Benfica have now been uh, outscored 9-2 in their last three matches against uh, Sporting in Porto here this season. And uh, Benfica are now seven points behind with one match to go in the first half of the uh, season. Uh, only once has a team managed to recover a seven-point deficit to become uh, champions. And that was and that yeah, was large. Se- seven, seven points to one team. You're talking about seven points to two teams. And two teams that, as I mentioned last podcast, that have been nothing but consistent uh, this week. Um, <laughs> uh, the thing is that, um, yeah, and, and after the, the game in Manchester United, uh, Lodge said uh, uh, today is uh, three and a half years since a, a change in my professional life. You know. Anyway, doesn't matter. And he did um, say that all the red in the stands reminded him of Stadio de Luz. Yeah. Yeah, that's trying to put her up, but you know, Alfredo thinks that coming back a second time is a no go, so I guess conversation's over. On to the next topic. No, <laughs> I wouldn't take uh, I wouldn't take Lash back Un- unless there was a, a a very deep clean of this locker room and of the directive and all of that. You know, Lysol is tough to come by nowadays because, yeah, <laughs> Dave, throw us some questions, man. I know, I know but, some. I've seen some questions here that are that are pretty decent. Uh, let's yeah, see Dave. Here. Yeah, anybody but 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 Hugo. Okay, no questions from him. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get Hugo on uh, on here one of these days. Uh, how do you guys feel about Benfica throwing in the towel this year? Because with Verismo, that's look that's uh, what it looks like. I'm embarrassed. Hundred yeah. million dollar team. Yeah, and th- and that's what uh, Chris Chris had mentioned last uh, last week, right? Um, it's okay that that you appoint an interim coach, but what kind of messages does that send if you say you're my coach till the end of the season, right? Uh, so I can understand that. I I don't know if it, I look gaining seven points on on two teams is 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 very hard. Gaining seven points on one team is hard already, and it but it could be done. Obviously, as as we've seen, but certainly two two teams is is a lot. Uh, my perspective and understanding and interpretation of Verissim being appointed to the end of the season, and albeit I understand Chris's point and I don't disagree with it. I just think that I I think that for one, I think that Rui Costa needs time to find the proper coach for this team. And you're just not gonna find you're just not gonna go on eBay and get a coach tomorrow. This takes time. So my understanding is that, uh, and then by giving that guarantee to Verissim, you also tell Verissim, "Hey, you got time, do your thing. It doesn't have to be something that's reactive, reactive, reactive. Work the team so you could at least get this team to some kind of shape towards the end of the season." That's how I understand it, but I certainly understand Chris's point. How it gives off the wrong message to the to the fan base i'm afraid i'm gonna add a question to, to that question you said it gives verissimo time time for what 
to make three substitutions in a game. <laughs> oh, okay. five. Well, five, five, five. Okay, make two, time two, for what? Two, he, ain't, he ain't coming back. He ain't gonna be our coach in July and June when the club reports. No, nah, but it, it, gives him, it gives him time to work. It gives him time to work. Uh, and give him... But here, here's here's the thing, Chris. Here's the thing. Let's say that Rui Costa grabs this guy, right? Grabs this guy, knows who this guy is. We're in the middle of February, it's right? J it's the special, the rotten special one. That's who it is. That let's say that's that's what he does. This is my guy. This is the guy that I want. He's ready to come now. Do you think that Frisium would be dumb not to say, okay, I accept that. I understand that. I'm gonna step down. I'm gonna go back to the B team. Or do you Wait, think that no fuck that, that? Wait, say that again. Do you think that Verissim, understanding that now Ricos has found the man that he wants for the future of Benfica, do you think that Verissim would be dumb not to realize the moment and say, "That's fine, thank you no, very much." No, but I don't think has, I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think Verissim was appointed because Ricos has identified his man, but his man is not available until June, so he needed someone to. A caretaker. You needed someone to sit around now and babysit until said coach is available in, in, in June. That's what I think it is. But right. at the end of the day, I think with Benfica being alive and all company, with the exception of the Tasa, right? because obviously since we lost the first Thursday, um, we're eliminated from the Tasa Portugal. We're we're still alive in three of the of uh, the four competitions that we started the season on. I thought there's still a lot to that playing and Mefica could have look four points at the time you go into the Dragon, even if you get a draw, you still come out somehow you're still seven points behind Sporting. But again, look, we've seen it two years in a row, right? It had been such a long time since a team had had, had made up seven points and Benfica did it in the very following year. It happened again. Porto did the opposite to Benfica. So we've seen it over the last couple of years. The only reason why it didn't happen last year to Sporting is because Porto and Benfica kept tripping all over themselves. That's how shit they were. So I think you could have sent a totally different message. Now, to answer your question, if so, if a co if said coach became available tomorrow, would Verissimo step aside? Is that what you're asking me? Yeah, would he would he would he be dumb not to understand the moment and say, okay. He's got no choice. It's I don't think he has any suitors knocking what, at his door, right? What choice does he got? Go back to the B team of all back and butter. But I'm saying, but he could turn around to Ricard and say, hey, you promised me the job till the end of the year. Oh, what happened in football? You know what I mean? Like, that's how football is, man. I don't think I don't think Verissimo would uh... look. Verissimo was appointed because he's there, it was the easy option. Um, there's a, a guy that's familiar with the players, a guy that's familiar with, with, the, with the you know people upstairs. Basically, basically a guy that's gonna not cause, that's gonna stir any you know any problems up, and he's gonna. Gonna do what they want him to do. At the end of the day, Verissimo will be it'd be very happy to be back with the B team at the end of the year. I just I think Benfica could have done better, should have done better. Uh, I think this club needs needs you know I, I totally understand not bringing in a guy for the long term because eh, those guys might not be available. But there's still guys with more experience available today than Verissimo has and I think they could have had Benfica better prepared at all fronts to challenge first the remaining competitions that they're that they're involved in. I mean so much so look at the very first game he tripped on himself 
that, that we sit here and we talk about the two points that changed this game for Benfica, even even after being down 2-0, you can still turn around and point the finger to bring it under Almeida out for the second half was a huge mistake. And then that substitution totally took the air out of the balloon. He stopped. It wasn't Porto that stopped Benfica on their tracks. Verissimo and that three substitutions stopped Benfica in their tracks. So he's shown right away from the very first game that he is not suited for this. I just think it was a bad job all around. I spoke to someone today in the Benfica world, and we spoke for a little bit about this, and I gave him my thoughts. And he said, look, you know, this is a guy that is going to come in. He's going to know how to deal with personalities, and, and he's going to be able to get his messes across, and he's not going to... Uh, really caused much of a problem with the with the with the directors. He's gonna do what they ask him to do, uh, but it comes down to to just bringing in a player manager after you went from a guy that was confrontational. And I said, man, I I, I would almost give you that if Rivitoria wasn't a player manager, if Brunelage wasn't a player manager, because those guys were player and they stepped all over them. Then you brought in an authority, a guy that was supposed to sit there and discipline everybody. <laughs> and then the players stepped all over him. And stepped on him too. So, like, to me, <laughs> the players no longer, I don't even care about what they really want. Um, Chico Marcelino is asking, would you sign anyone from the Premier League except from the other two grands, of course? Um, I... Uh, Hugo said in the chat, Marcus Edwards. I think that was that would probably be one of, one of my guys. Uh, to be honest with you, I would look um, to the league for for anybody that could be a good right back or a good left back or a good filler here and there. I don't I don't know if I don't I don't watch enough of the rest of the league, but uh, yeah, Shikmurst Lincoln. Yeah, I've heard it. I've heard it. You know, name. I was signed. I was signed the dude that we were linked with all off season, and then unfortunately we didn't get him. You stocking? No, no, Stocky. I like Stocky, but I'm not sure he's a Benfica player. Um, yeah, you want to tell me he's like 16th guy on the roster? Fine, but I don't think he's a starter. Um, the guy that I thought we should have gone after is the dude from um Braga, the the number six, the Trinco. Musrat. Musratu. That guy. Musratu. <laughs> That guy, I, look, I still think Bifika needs a legit, legit number six. Uh, Vigo's done a look, he's done a really good job, but it's not his natural, it's not his natural position. He doesn't have the physicality that at times you need with the six. Um, you need that force, that power, that 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 motor. Um, and he makes up for it with his position because the guy is really smart and he reads the game really well. But sometimes when you just need somebody to, to knock down um, the opposition, and he's not the guy that's going to do that. Um, so I think Musrati is one of the first guys I, I'd absolutely go get. <laughs> um, Nelson Carvalho is asking if Newcastle offers 30 million for Vlacodimus, do we accept it and sell him in January? I mean, if you've already thrown in the towel, fuck it. Just sell your goalkeeper. <laughs> I would um Alfred, you're being too generous. 30, 30 I, million for a coach for 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 uh, for a goalie. That's good. I money. would I would do everything in my power to go buy this, whomever this individual from Newcastle is making the offer. I do everything in my power to go buy him a straight jacket and I, I, I check him into a mental hospital because you've got to be dumb to spend that type of money for a goalie like Michael Dimo. Um, so, I mean, in, in short, hell yeah, I do it. How about that? Joaquin <laughs> Joa, Joa, Joa Pina is saying, I heard about Diego Lachal. Uh, did you hear anything about that? I, I saw a couple of things on, on Twitter. By, uh, Who's your, that, the left back? 
He's a Uruguayan uh, left back with the with the. Used to be at Milan. He's supposed to come. Yeah, you you went from um. I think in 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 somewhere in Holland. He went to to Milan. He was supposed. He was rumored to come to Benfica at the time, but Milan won out that time. He's a left back, a guy gritty mother. He's gonna beat. Look, I tell you this much. He's not a. He's not as good as we we all once thought. But he shows up at Benfica tomorrow. Grimaldo might as well pack his bags and see out the door. Grimaldo's never gonna see the field again because this guy's got rasa. Yeah, I think he's um I think he's quality. I think he's he was quality. at Rosenberg. I don't know where he was at. He was at one of those clubs. He's, I forget he's good, man. Uh started for the national team. I'm I've got his page up right here. I don't see anywhere in uh the Netherlands. He's only he's been just uh, make shit up. He's only been with he was actually originally to Inter, Inter loaned him out to Bologna, Empoli, Genoa. Then Genoa so then, had him. And then Milan bought him off Genoa. So he was a Gen okay, whatever. I, I don't know why. I'm thinking I'm, I must be confused someone else. But, yeah, I remember Benfica was linked with him about three years ago, um, right after the World Cup, I believe. He had a really good yeah. World Cup for Uruguay. And I don't know why I'm, I'm, I'm mixing up Holland, but there's probably some other player. But I really had the braids in the whole nine left. Look, as you, for those of you that know me really well, Benfica is my love and my side piece has always been Milan. So I'm very aware of his time in Milan. But um, I just for some reason, I don't know why I was, I was getting Holland in there. Somewhere. Well, you can even say Holland no more. Now it's the Pizvash, the lower Pizes, lower country. Um, Chris, uh, uh, actually, let me ask Dave. Dave, if uh, if Verissimo shows up at Ricosta's door with a launch or, or with a list of targets, uh, do you think he uh, has any authority to demand that? Do you think his his demands will be met by Ricosta? Ricosta first gives him a hug, says, uh, <laughs> uh, and then he tells him to go fuck himself. That he's got no authority in there. <laughs> Chris, eh. I, I don't, I don't think he's telling him to go f himself, but he say, "I'm mute. Put me to seat. All right, <laughs> get in your place." <laughs> he gives him a hug and then he gives him the buzzer. He hits the buzzer. <laughs> nah, it's a negative, bro. <laughs> and then Verissimo would go. I tried. I tried. Touch me again. One more substitution coming up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one more question here. Uh, what'd you guys think about uh Andre Almeida hitting the uh symbol like he was the biggest Benfica in the world after he got the uh the sending off? And that's from uh Joaquim Carapinha. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Look, he's 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 he's, he's looking the... for a hug. <laughs> he he's he's at the Ladron. He's obviously um in the opposition stadium. Uh, you know, it's not not the right type to ask. The guy's trying to defend this color. So nothing. I mean, look, we like to pick on guys, but I think right now it's unfair. Yeah. No, he's he defended us. Look, he just he got thrown out. <laughs> he, he he defended us more than uh, than Rui Costa apparently did uh, up in the suites. So I mean, you guys can't criticize Rui Costa and not criticize him. You got to one way or the other. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. 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 That's it. Else, what other questions? Dave, there was a bunch of questions, man. You're slacking, man. Nobody, nobody's got questions been, for us. Yeah, Freddy's are, the Freddy's are active here. Where's so Carlos? Where's Carlos? Is Carlos out of medical school again? Where's he? Uh, no, Carlos, to get his... Carlos, Carlos I, I, I haven't seen Carlos say... I mean, he's normally very chatty. But, uh, you know, he's very quiet lately. I don't know what's wrong. Yeah, maybe his hands are busy. And the peasy chance before the game by our supporters. Vergogna! Vergogna. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, he uh yeah, I forget. <laughs> yeah, the the bus arrived at the hotel and there oh, was yeah. uh there was uh six or 
eight people waiting for the bus. No, that's probably no, there, no. There was more. There was there was, there was, there was and, nice. Uh, and and when Pete when Pete uh, stepped down, he was uh, <laughs> people were were clapping up for him. But look, yeah, he They want a statue of him right next to the you, bro. It's, <laughs> look, it's a perfect it's a perfect description of what Benfica fans are right now. And Chris often says that Benfica, fickle. Benfica fans are, are fickle and borderline burrush. Um, and, and I think that, well, uh, some people were happy that he was the, the one guy that, uh, caused JJ to, uh, to leave or JJ to get sacked. So maybe he does deserve some, some credit when it comes to that. But in terms of what he's brought to the team is what his whole attitude. And look, I'm not taking anything away from the guy in terms of what he's done for the club as numbers for the club or, are, 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 are speak for themselves. Right. But is a guy that this year has not done anything for the club he's he's always a guy that looks annoyed when he goes in uh always seems that he's at uh half effort uh every time he goes in i don't i don't know uh Look, zacharias just said peasy then to 2025 and that leads me to my next. Uh, it's my time uh, i'm asking question if peasy was being fika president you think he hugs but by the way if if peasy's fika president one day and pinta costa still around bro I want to take what he's saying. Not, but does he hug Pinto Costa? Not only does he hug Pinto Costa, he probably winks at him. If, uh, with what? Hey, I, throw up that which I. <laughs> you pick one. Oh, oh, they got the wrong one. Yo, what's up with that? Was he nervous? I mean, uh, he, had, uh, he had the the same things as Messi. I don't know. Shiku, Shiku's asking. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm looking at the chat. Shiku's asking a uh, a question for you guys. Can you name or make whatever name your best Benfica eleven of players that you saw? É pá, foda. É Benfica. Isso é muito complicado, pá. É fácil, pá. Para ti, Paulo Souza é o primeiro. No, isso é muito complicado because why? Why is it so complicated? Because you're all, you're always going to leave somebody. Uh, oh what? But so okay, what? let's go. Let's go with this. Um, Goalie, Bento. You, Dave? Well, Dave didn't see Bento play. Dave was... Me, I... Perdome was probably the... I'm still young. I was born in 92, so... Manuel Bento. Manuel Bento for me. So, Perdome, Bento, Bento. Right back. Vloz. Dave? Dave's too young, man. Yeah. Okay, but it still is 11 that he's seen. It doesn't have to be the best. It's what he thinks, bro. Totally shot. Dave, go ahead. What do you pick? Doesn't matter. It's got to be Nelson Smedu for me. I don't know. There's got to be some somebody I'm missing out from there. I was going to go with Nelson Smith, but since you want Smith, I'm going to go opposite. I'm going to go Miguel. Center backs. I'm going to go. Uh, this one is tough, man, but uh, it's easy for me. Moser and Ricardo for me, that uh, Ricardo Gomes, that, okay. that dupla, that tandem, man, to me was, was class. Alaid and Ricardo Gomes for me. Dave. Modern era, Luizão and Gerai. Okay. There Left go. back. Good shout. Left back. This is the one that Thames Lee shots. Pasota, you option. Manada. Manada. Unless you're going to go with Alvaro. But Alvaro's way. Or, you know, you can put Vluzo on the left because I didn't put Vluzo on, on the right. You so. could go. The left back has been so poor, but you could go. You could go Dimash. Nobody's you, asking. Just stop go, cheating. Ask okay. He, answer the I, question. Dave, he doesn't want to leave anybody else. So he's going to name the whole roster for the last 30 years. Dimas, Emerson, Siqueira, Leo. Um, I like Leo. I'm going to say okay. Leo. Dave. Yeah, I had almost forgot about him. Might as well. Yeah, I'll, I'll, other than Grimaldo, I don't want to throw Grimaldo, so I'll go with Leo. 
I would I I wanted to go with I wanted to go with Quintero, but I'm gonna go with Veloz just because played a, a tremendous amount of years of being Fika in Veloz was a right back, dude. He played both, dude. He played a lot of left too, dude. All right. Uh he did that. He did, he did, he did play a lot of left. You're right. Um midfield. We're going to 4 3 3, 4 2 2. What are we doing? Now Guys in the midfield, Paulo Souza, Yana Stern, and uh, because it's my favorite, I'm going to go but I could have gone Carlos Well, there's a bunch of the amount 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 Paulo Souza, look, we understand, whatever, 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 but whatever. And then Rui, that's my four tree tree. Oh, my four, my three in the middle. Go ahead, uh, Fredo. You choose. Um, look, it, it, it's hard to uh, to not look at those Benfica from the '80s and, and see some 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 real gems that Jordan Stern. You mentioned one. I, I'm going to say Matich. Uh, I'm going to say Matich. I'm going to say uh, Valdu as a ten. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but see, you could pack up about. But are we, if it's a four three three, you're not playing Valdu. That's why I said four. Man, that's why it's so difficult, man. I know, but so what? What formation are we going with? Afraid are you the captain? You choose four, three, three, four, 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 two, four, four, two. So then it obviously changes my formation two, again. Two in the so, middle. Two in the middle. Yana Stern and and Rui Costa. I'm gonna go with uh, Matic and Valdu. Okay. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, Dave. I'm gonna go with Matic and uh, Witzel. But my boy Kulkov, bro, no love for Kulkov's two goals in Leverkusen. All right, right mid. Alfredo, there's only two guys you could go with. What three? three? There's three. There's three. Fuck. There's three guys. Paneda. You going Paneda. Dave? We'll see my on the right or on the left. He's one of the options. That's why I said three. There's three guys you can go on the right. You they go Paneda. He played left also. I know, but you again sit on the right. You could go Paneda, you could go Paborski, and you go and you could go Simo. But here's the tough problem. I'm going to go with João Vieira Pinto on the right side. Not as a striker? No, because I got to put Valdo in there. Valdo's for sure. I mean, Valdo, sorry. Um, Jonas. Jonas is up there. And so now I don't know what guy I'm going to go up top, but it's probably going to. He's my second guy. So I'm going to put João Pinto on the right. Simão on the left. Jonas. And then I don't know. It's between Valdu or between we hate to say it, but the dude, the dude's the leading goal scorer in the history. I mean, I don't want to go to Nan, all those guys. That's way, 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 way too early, Alfredo. Yeah. So I'm leaving those earlier because you go Diamantino, you go Mats Magnussen. You could there's a there's plenty. Yeah. Van Hoendoik was tremendous when he had that one year. But the, Jean Tomas, no, I'm joking. Uh the guy I'm gonna go with is um Cardoso just because the guy, look, he scores a shitload of goals. So, you know, why not? Yeah. I um so I, I've right, seen, still I, going I, with I'm going with Pineda. Uh, on the left, I saw Shalena play. Oh, uh, but, uh, too, but I think Simon. And then uh, I think up front, I go Jonas and Jean Vuillet Pint. Wow. You left your, your boy Aymar out? I, I don't know. I, I, I think I that, that, that Valdo is a, is a, was a better 10 than, than Aymar. So you go with Valdo and Jonas up top? Oh, no, Valdo win instead of Ricosta. Who are you two up top? It was Jonas and who, Alfredo? I'm sorry. Jean Vieira. Jean okay. All right. And you, Dave? I would go, go with those, those two guys up front as well. Uh, I'm trying to think of 
left wingers. Uh, Di Maria was a left winger or a right winger? Left, left, left. left. He played both. Played both. Played then both. in my time, my modern time, I'd put Di Maria there. One guy, special shout out, Mikoli too doesn't get enough uh, shout out for some of his. Uh, He's good. He's there. good. But Diamantino was way better. There's other guys you could yeah. go with. Look on the right. I just I ha I I I'm trying to be. And it wouldn't have been my favorite player, but I'm just going on numbers. And Cardozo is a guy that gets no love, but he's got a shitload of goals. So, but it's be Jonas, and because obviously Ayaka Popovorsky on the right side or Shalana, and then you could move John Pinto as my second guy. But then I don't have a true box guy, so I was trying to put in insert a true box guy. But it's too hard. It's hard, man. It is. It is. But that's great. That that means you've had great success. Timo, you could tell he's like 26 years old. Oblak, Medulizan, Garay, Quintrao, Matik, Witzel, Simon, Gaitan, Jonas Cardozo. Um. That's all guys that are 2000. Was, was this a, a starting 11 at some point? <laughs> it, I mean, it might have been. Right? been. It could have been. No, no, I think that we, no, was was John and Cardoso were never yeah. together. And Simon was there. Witzel was gone. Witzel was gone when Jonish was there. Uh, Joaquin says, Michel Predoma, Samir de Luizão, Garay, Coentrão, Matic, Aymar, Di Maria, Povorski, João Pinto, John. Okay, my team beats that one too. What? Oh, no, I'm joking. <laughs> 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 I'm joking. I'm joking. That's it. Yeah, Nobody. the other ones are just throwing in names as we're going. Nah, it's it's a, it's a great exercise. Hey, maybe we should do um Abel, Abel Xavier, Ashley Shotba. <laughs> uh, we should That's a do good like one. a. We should look at maybe a a, a five five year period, and uh, or a ten year period, and and vote for our um, our best eleven in a ten year period. It's a good exercise. Let's let's save that for an off week. When Benfica's on or not, like when Benfica is like, this is always an off week. And, yeah, we, we've had two off weeks. <laughs> yeah, let's um, let let's reserve that for uh for for March when the season is going to be done. March, uh, give me two weeks. March. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, team team of the decades. That's a good that's a good idea, Nelson. I think maybe five years. Five years, you might still catch the same. That's group not a of decade. Players. That's not a decade. Yeah, I no, I know, but I was thinking of because ten years might be too expensive. But I think that. Uh, yeah, I think that 10 years ago. No, Binya. I like, I like the way uh, Timo's Binya playing. Sabri. We go, we go the opposite way, and we we make the, the worst team of the decade, too, and give yeah, some We could do that, too. too. Uh, we could, yeah, Binya. Uh, what, what's that the, the dude that we got that came from uh, Beira Mar, the Brazilian dude that had the, the blonde uh, Madeixas? Beto? That, yeah. yeah Beto, 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 yeah. Binha, he scored Beto. against United, Balboa. Though. Balboa is yeah, definitely Binha. the the starting right mid on that one. Carlitos, remember Carlitos? We used to get Carlitos, Manu, Manduka, Mandusa. I don't even know all those guys. Binha, um, Binha, uh, Fernando Guiar, and Beto. That's that's a, quite a trio for you. And what about um, Yebda? And, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. I actually thought that Yebda, Yebda was, was okay. Right. Yebda was all right. Um, <laughs> all right, let's, uh, let's coach, turn Coach, they're asking the coach. It's only one, bro. It's only one. <laughs> uh, let's... Uh, I'll follow Sven Goran Eriksson, who's George Zeus, but for more of those. All right, uh, let's let's start wrapping this up. We got the uh, Pasfer coming up uh, this Sunday, <clears throat> six six p.m. local. Etstad lose, as I mentioned. Dave, what's uh, what's Pasfer up to? Uh, this season, they're currently in tenth with seventeen points from four wins, five draws, uh, seven losses. Historically, uh, we've won 44, drawn five, four defeats in our previous 53 uh, meetings. 
Uh, last time Pasuj have uh, beaten Benfica were was back in uh, January 2015. Benfica's gone 12 wins, one draw since then, and uh, both clubs have already met this season for the uh, the Tasa where Benfica won four one. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll we'll see. Look, I think that the uh, the the expectations uh, are just like. Well, it is what it is, right? We got Mr. It is what it is at the helm. So I don't know what uh, what to expect from this Mifika team for the rest of the for the rest of the season. Hopefully we won't get embarrassed and uh, we'll be able to uh, at least uh, get third spot, which will get us. Will it get us into the qualifiers or we'll go direct? No, third will still that we'll have to go through well, the qualifiers, right? Yeah. Um somebody was saying um if uh, if Rui Costa would uh would go for uh, Conte. I think that any Italian coach just because of his Italian ties at this point would be uh in the conversation. However, uh when you talk about Conte, you talk about lots and lots of money and uh you know, I don't think he's going to come from the prem to the Portuguese league. I think it's a huge step down for uh, for a guy like that. Um, He's not leaving Tottenham anytime soon, bro. No, I think he they just you started. Know, yeah, he's going to. Um, who said Sheking? Sheking, the dude was so nasty last year. All you guys wanted him to start over the up that he barely plays Evraga, and now they're shipping him back. Are they shipping him back? Yeah, they're not. Then we, we then we sell oh, them. We right? loan them. We loan them. No, they're another, shipping them back. Another another headache. Send Chiquinho to the MLS. You'll do well over here. MLS might not even want him with uh, Insigne coming yeah. over here. We don't have no room for Chiquinho. Somebody will take him. Yeah, I know. These are todos, Oh, uh, Joaquin Carapinho was saying he, he asked about Pirlo, not Conte. I think we, we might have. Oh. We talked about Pirlo a couple last months week, ago. Last week, last week. I wouldn't mind Pirlo. No, I don't, look, he's a new age coach. This is what the these yeah. guys with with great respect from the sidelines. I know he didn't have success with Juve, but you have to understand, Juve was filled with egotistical personalities. It was going to take the very best, a tough time to deal with those personalities and align those guys. So much so, you see, they left. Ronaldo left. The whole yada yada bang bang bang, and they're actually worse now with the coach that had a lot of success, Maximiliano Allegri, talking about guys never going back to to where they had success, and he's having a tough tough time with that club. Yeah. So I think it's unfair to you know to, to judge Pirlo on that. Um, I think he's a guy that adds a lot, a guy that has tremendous experience, a guy that's very cool, calm, and collected in the locker room. And at the end of the day, these players, when they look at him, they're going to have a tremendous amount of respect for him. So he's going to command that locker yeah. room. So I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind them at all. But yeah. it wouldn't be my first choice. But Yeah, like talking about clubs that uh, that are in disarray, that regardless of what coach goes there, they, they everything falls apart. You know, Juve. Um, yeah, so. Juve. I mean, look, I, I, I like Pirlo. I wouldn't, I wouldn't discard him right away. I would not discard him right away. Ugo says Paul Fonseca is my choice. I already mentioned four names: Paul Fonseca, Jardin, um, the dude from uh, from uh, River, and um, Paiva. Those are my four. Those are four names that Paiva's going back to Ecuador. <clears throat> yep, he turned down LAFC apparently. He's a freaking king over there, dude. Yep. 
So. I don't want the other to first. I like Paulo Fonseca a lot. I'd be, I'd be, it'd be nice for him to come. But I think if he was coming, he'd come now. I don't think he'd wait until June. So I think he's discarded. Plus, he's got a tremendous amount of suitors. I think. Um, yeah, he's gonna want to stay in the Premier, or go to the Premier rather. No, that's yeah. where I think he'll be. All right, let's wrap this up. Maybe, maybe uh, Pep gets tired of winning in blue and wants to win in red. You know what I'm saying? Ricosta, the Pep. They had great admiration yeah, but, for one another. Who knows? I'm, I'm not sure about Mark Silva, to be honest with you. I, He's I've not leaving been, Fulham. I've been, I've been higher on Mark Silva than Mark I Mark Silva's not leaving today. Fulham. I'm not trying to poo-poo your ideas, but Mark Silva has Fulham headed back to the Premier League. He's in London. He's going to have buckets and buckets of cash. Why would he leave that situation after he gets the team back yeah. into the, to the top of it? I just doesn't it just, know. Look, I, I think that even when you, when you look at the Premier League, uh, league and the, the fan culture, even the media culture, it's completely different from the garbage that you see in Portugal, man. I don't know how a coach Come in their on, bro. Right don't mind. be don't be rude. Come on, Pedro Guerra, uh Anibal, and Sique. Those guys are all first class individuals, fucking, bro. Fucking stars. What's his name? Anibal Bass, not Bass. I went to school. I went, that was my boy, Anibal. What's his name? Anibal Costa. Anibal. I don't know. That Portista. Those Anibal guys. Are all, those guys are all first class individuals. If we uh, will do a process of two months like they did to hire Renato Paiva to Ecuador, it would be happy with any choice. I I, I think if it's a thorough choice, it, uh, look, here, here's the thing, right? <clears throat> I think that a coach has to more importantly fit the plan that the president has for this team. What are your objectives? What are you looking to accomplish? What type of growth goals do you have? Uh, what stages do you want to get this team? I think that if you have a coach that subscribes to that idea or is a, the right coach for that idea, that's the coach you want to you want to get. Uh, not necessarily a coach that you you're gonna grab that, regardless of having um, success and having a, a nice, rich, full CV. It might not be a coach that meets the plan that you have for the team. But then again. You might not, you might have a, not have a plan for the team. So any coach is good. That's they, my biggest problem. I, like, because you're like interview the coach and ask him what his plan is. I don't think it should be that way. I think Benfica should well, have you, a plan. You, you got to know I how the they, guy aligns. No, but I think Benfica should have a plan and then go get somebody that fits that plan. Not opposed to I have absolutely no fucking clue what we're doing. But what do you think? You know what I mean, Alfredo? Yeah. I think they no, think it needs uh, to have a plan in place and they need to find someone that fits that plan like right. a glove. And then that's they need to identify three, four guys and then go through that process with those three, four guys. But again, they have to get three, four guys that they already know that fit their plan. Yeah. And by the way, Luis Castro, I you know, you know, I said that was a Hugo guy. Who says that, you want Peppa? Yeah, Peppa. Uh, <laughs> you Luis, also knows Luis, I want at least got to be the interim, but what, he's, what, what happened to Luis Castro? In, uh, he was United a shakhtar, and now he's. I mean, guys like that. I don't. I don't know if I rate guys like that because if they were any good, they'd be elsewhere, not in uh, in the Arabia's coaching and in China. You, I don't know. You have to understand the world of they football. They chase the money, Alfredo. No, not just that. In the world of football, you have a select few group of empresarios that dictate and they have a lot of power and when you don't have one of those said representants pushing you and backing you to go to some of these big jobs you, you got to take but i like it look i thought i thought i thought that that he would have been a great choice and even though he has the portal ties he would have been a, been a great choice to 
to you know to play that role of caretaker for these remaining six months until Benfica do go ahead and identify who their next coach will be. Yeah, but he wouldn't come to be an interim guy. Well, now that he's, I mean, obviously he wouldn't because he's on the, he's on the contract. But I'm, I, at the time, it was my fault. I wasn't aware. I thought because I hadn't heard about him anywhere. I thought he was a free agent. And when you're a free agent, bro, you pay a red fish. Oh, you yeah. take it. Yeah. That's that's why I mentioned that before. Yeah. I just I saw today he's, he's in Qatar, he's in the Arabia somewhere. Uh, Hugo said uh, Qatar. So I, I wasn't sure. But, yeah, he's, he's out there somewhere. Um, Predictions for the game against Passos. I'm going to say it's going to be a 4 nothing win for Benfica. Let me write that down. The game's at the lose, right? Yeah. Yes, it is. At the Stadium of Light. Uh, AMF 4-0. What about you, Chris? I'm undecided. Okay, Dave. So Benfica play. I'm gonna go three one. We're gonna concede a goal at least. Well, Is it one? Wasn't Passos under some type of like COVID situation, or that's the other yellow team studio? That's studio for sure. But Passos, yeah. I thought Passos had. Didn't they have? I thought they had a run in. I'm gonna say. You said three one. You said four zero. At the lose. What time's the game? Because the sun plays. Six p.m. Ah, there's no sun. There's uh, no sun. The sun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Not in the middle of January. How about all those stands, man? 3-0 Benfica. 3-0 Benfica. Book it. Okay. Just don't even play the game. Just, jo just Joaquin Carapinha says 0-0 for him. Joaquin, isso chama-se não ter fé no pau. Timo, 3-1. Zero fé no pau. What else? What else? What other predictions do you have here uh, from the Freddies? What That's else? It. They all got burned after the last prediction for uh, last week. Yeah, they all optimistic. Oh, Joaquin, you mesmo. Mark Mello, 2 0. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles? Yeah, they went safety. <laughs> That's it. Uh, Agora, now we're talking, my friend. Now we're talking. I think 3 0. Hugo just talks a lot of trash, but it doesn't give his, his prediction. Obrigado, Einstein. I think. I'm, I'm confused. Yeah. I'm between I'm between zero I'm between three and four. Between three and four is Darwin. Will Darwin be back? That's that's the no, another huge he's, question. He's out. He's not back. Hey, yet, you know sure. you know who's out also? Andre Almeida. Do you have the the clapping oh. or the the applause? A, uh, yeah, yeah. Where's the, the applause? applause? Drop? Well, they should go to. Este guy é uma merda, Patali. Chris, the applause. Man. Nah, I mean, look, I think this is premature, bro. I mean, they could still go to the Taz like Palinha did, and he doesn't have to serve the suspension. <laughs> you never know. That's why. Don't forget something festival, says. Yeah. That's why 7-1, he says. Hat-trick to peace. Yes, the Malta. This is why This is why we don't let Hugo talk. So these is Parvelis. Yeah, I think 4-4-2 is here to stay. Yeah, Well, I not 4-4-2, but at least a 4-4 four, four back setup, I think, is here to stay. Bro, but, I... Yeah. I'm gonna tell you right now the biggest. 
uh, out of all the gotcha moments, the biggest gotcha moment, the biggest trick that's been played on Sportly's boy, Benfica, is Benfica. <laughs> Sporting East is ought to be laughing it up to Benfica against Juan Mario, bro. I mean, with each passing day, you just. Chris, certainly there's 14 of the. Chris. Certainly, there's 14 other guys that are much worse than Jean Mario on this roster, dude. I don't agree. I don't agree. He plays an important role and does just a whole bunch of nothing. He does a whole lot of nothing. Faz mais com o Tarabto, pá. Pois, joga mais. Joga mais. Joga mais com o Gabriel. Gabriel nem no Benfica está, pá. I'm talking about last year. Está bem, está bem, mas é pá. Again, dude, you can't. You guys can't be content with just another guy because he's he's better than the last piece of garbage you had. You know, now it's you know. Come Why on, not? dude. People are happy with Gilberto. No, but Gilberto improved a lot. Gilberto improved a lot. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's wrap this up, man. Um, thanks, everybody. Bernardo not starting. You go stop it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past him if he goes Vigo, Paul Bernard, and uh, and uh, Jean his own, stop, man. He's not playing him. His own coach didn't even play. Look, the guy played Gonzalo Rums. Didn't even, he's his own coach from the B team. Didn't play him. Why? Because he was tired. Didn't even play him. Stop it. And he knows him better than all of us know. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Let's get out of here. Thanks a lot. For, uh, thanks a lot for all the Freddies, man. Super, super duper, super duper interactive in the chat, man. Big ups, Freddy's, and, and thank you guys once again. Happy New Year, all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. We're going to try to make this a positive year. Well, Benfica has a lot to do with that, but it's a conversation for another day. Thank you, guys. Carlos, he's at the airport, stuck in some type of gate or whatever. Hope he makes it out all right. Get your luggage. He was, in, he, was in he was in Florida this week, I think. I, about two subs. I just know he's at the airport. He said details. I'm nice. So uh, thank you guys once again, man, from the bottom of our hearts, bro. We absolutely look forward to speaking to you guys here on another wonderful 2022 hopefully a better 2022 than a 2021 uh we just hope that Benfica gives us tons of reason to come on here and be joyful and, and and entertain ourselves rather than that miserable therapy session stuff that we've been going through over the last couple of years so <laughs> i hate positive cristiano he only shows up when we play like shit yeah you gotta have some somebody to balance the shit with the positive Somebody's got to do it. Wait, let's Wait, go, Christian. I'm confused. So I, hate, I'm only positive when we lose. Yeah. Don't connect with positive when we win. When we win, everybody's positive. Hey, shadow. Nelson, beijings. Ciao.